We're talking a cleaner finding butt plugs attached to fuzzy handcuffs. We're talking a stranger walking into your rental and pissing on the floor. We're talking Airbnb drop. My name is Boris Hyken. I'm Joseph Coker. We are two comics who happen to also work with Airbnbs. And we're here to complain. <laughs> uh, I mean, not just complain. We're here to dish, you know? That's right. There's just, there's a lot to dish about. And if you uh, either work with Airbnbs or you've ever rented an Airbnb, I'm sure you got a lot to dish about. So we'll be taking, you know, questions and calls from people. And funny enough, we were talking about this little sign. I was like, we, we got to do something funky with like the little Airbnb welcome sign. Uh, if you're just listening, we have a sign that says "Welcome to our home." And the cliche: if someone runs a shitty Airbnb that they didn't put a lot of thought into and just home goods. went to Home Goods or uh, Hobby Lobby or something. Hobby Lobby is actually more clever than that. Yeah, they're not bad. They're not bad, aside from all the whatever political issues you have with them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, other than that, but Home Goods uh, has a lot of the like really cliche shit, like that every Airbnb on the beach is gonna have. Yeah, that is uh, that is something that people need to let go of is the beach themes. Everyone is on that shit. I mean, if you're on the beach, sure, get like two or three of those things. Yeah, but they do it so heavy-handed. It's like, oh, you are, you know, there's a, a lamp full of shells. Like we get it, we get it. There's <laughs> shells. You're on the. It's like when you. It's like if Olive Garden was just you know vats of sauce <laughs> on the walls or something. Sauce on the walls. Sauce on the floor. Yeah, exactly. Sauce on sauce. So, I uh, we were talking about like what to do with the sign to kind of subvert it a little bit, and ended up making this little stain on it. I just got a text. Uh, the a uh, butt plug. It's funny because I've never nobody's found. A, well, I asked my cleaner. I was like, "It's funny it took this long," and she's like, "No, it didn't." I just didn't <laughs> mention to you all the other ones. She's just all set on butt plugs. Well, because she's, <laughs> <laughs> she's got her fail, so now she's bringing yeah, it up to the me. overflow plug. Whenever she tells me about a weird item, it means she already has a closet full. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't need more. But th- I think it's because this one was new in the box. Twenty nine ninety nine at, let me see, I think Adult Playhouse or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's always some ski, you know, Lion's Main. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the one in my town's called Lion's Den. Like an hour. <laughs> Lion's Main. I like that better, <laughs> That's though. That's classy. Um, yeah, let's see. Adult Playtime Boutique. I mean, I guess that's what a lot of them are. Twenty nine ninety five. Nixie Metal Plug and Furry Cuff Set Purple Metallic. Detachable and Locking. We should put oh, a yeah, picture there's, of Oh, this. there's handcuffs and a butt plug. Okay, now that's that's what I call a good deal. <laughs> yeah, that's a steal. If it was just for the butt plug or the handcuffs, I'd call that a ripoff. But yeah. What no, if, uh, that'd be bad if every set of handcuffs came with a butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> I'd resist arrest a lot harder. <laughs> and some people would have resisted a lot less. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? That's true. Changes the game for everybody. Uh, but what's also funny is she was like, do you want to ask them if they left the thing behind? They're like, no. No. No, I don't. I'm going to wait till some time passes and the guest maybe realizes that her butt is strangely vacant <laughs> and reaches out uh, or never says anything, which is more likely to happen. We found underwear and stuff. But the one time, like, th- this group that uh, did also, like, fuck up the house and, like, smoked inside, did all this other shit. And then I... um the cleaner found like 
panties, I think in the like children's bunk bedroom. But oh, but is... you know, if it's all adults, somebody's gonna sleep in there. So it's like yeah. that part I get, I suppose. Um, but then when I told her, I was like, oh, they we found some panties that they obviously left there. She tried to blame my cleaner and was like, oh yeah, those aren't mine, and I meant to tell you, but I didn't want the cleaner to get in trouble. But since you're giving me shit for staying two hours past checkout and not Jesus. telling you and smoking inside the house and denying it while my cleaner is watching you smoke <laughs> inside the house because she's waiting on you to leave. And also, like, I have a good rapport and I know my cleaner and I know that, well, you that, know. That's a hot tip is, like, if you want to stay late past checkout, just ask. Most most hosts are pretty slack and not getting there right at 11. And they'll give you an hour, maybe two hours, maybe all day. But if you're just, like, in there just smoking <laughs> yeah i mean that's the that's the other actual and this is not the place for tips to be clear this is the yeah. place for drama this but you might pick some up yeah and and one that i'd mention is just like not being a shithead I, as anybody might guess you don't have to be a fucking expert in an industry or know an industry to know that being an asshole doesn't get you very far no and being nice can get you pretty far mm-hmm. um so anyway I uh, I will try to get that bub plug for next time and maybe hang it off of this picture and yeah we'll maybe, have, maybe every time we have a new item that we find we hang it on here oh that's kind of actually this could be a little glory wall yeah, behind us it really will of like shit that's been found like the more interesting shit most of it is boring it's somebody left a brand new pair of sneakers the other day that's not so bad someone um. I'd say the weirdest one I ever saw was some one time my cleaner was making the bed and they found a knife wedged in between the mattress and the bed frame. Like I a think I remember you telling me about like this. Like French chef knife, which is just bad all around. Like it's bad all around. Right. It's it's dangerous. It's it's weird. Right. I guess me, I could see somebody who's like paranoid sleeping that way, but to yes. leave it there, like you're not that paranoid if you're leaving your knife lying around as well. Oh, yeah. Also, if they only knew how dull most Airbnb house knives are. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. That means you're you're making not a clean cut. You're going to really injure somebody with that. Yeah, exactly. You're just going <laughs> to scratch them. Yeah, I don't know. That that was probably one of the weirder things. But you know, all that kind of stuff when when, when, you're, when you're like with a butt plug, it's just bachelorette trash. Right. It's not an actual someone being kinky. It's yeah. someone being ironically kinky. Yes. Especially if it's still new in box. Like somebody got yeah. it as a gag gift and no one was even going to pretend to use it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is still cool for you because now you can resell it. Yeah. We shouldn't make like, like I'm a not going to resell market. it. <laughs> <laughs> but people do. People in our local like uh, buy nothing groups will give away like adult toys or something and post about. I think somebody <laughs> gave away a butt plug before on our local Brooklyn buy nothing group. That sounds like a, a Brooklyn buy nothing group. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's like you're just doing that. You're like baiting someone to make the wrong joke and then like <laughs> go off on them. Yeah, yeah, this is blog fodder. <laughs> Don't you shame me for posting about my free used butt plug on the buy nothing group. Well, put it in the dishwasher in the Airbnb <laughs> I was staying in. <laughs> I, I something about butt plugs is weird. The ones with the like, I have a, a bit about that. But one thing I was thinking about this the other day is, someone told me one time that they saw someone wearing one and it had the tail coming out, and so they're like wearing it in their ass. You think that's real, or is that just like the tail is like just it's just the tail and not anything in their ass? Like, uh, wait, do I think which part of it is real? Do you think people like in their common everyday going around the world? Do you think people really have something? All the up way in their, their ass. ass and the tail outside of their ass. 
I mean, I guarantee somebody does. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met people? Yeah, that's I'm not true. saying it's a lot of people, but somebody out there is walking around with a tail coming out of their ass for yeah. sure. Yeah, I guess you're right. People yeah. have been hospitalized for less. That's true. I just I get my shirt hung up on so many things. I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess is it coming out? Is it like coming out of a skirt? Is it when you say people, you mean a fee? Well, f- female identifying. I would. Well, I mean, you never know. A lot of like the Fedora guys would have this too, I bet. You know. <laughs> Fedora on top, Fedora <laughs> on the bottom. <laughs> Fox persona on the bottom, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Like I, One time my mom, uh, who is a saintly sweet lady, she was cleaning. Would never have a fedora coming <laughs> yeah, out of her She would never ass. have a, a tail. <laughs> she um, she texted me a picture. She's like, oh, someone left this. And, and for it, contacts, she cleans at your Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't just hanging out at the party. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a one foot inflatable penis. And ball sack. That's fun. Yeah, it was. Wait, you funny. said one foot, but then you made it your size. <laughs> How tall do you think was, you are? It was one down? foot long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, but so it was. Uh, yeah, that was that was. We- it was just made it weird between me and my mom. I'm like, she's like, "What do you want to do with it?" And I was like, "I I really don't know. I don't want you to talk to me about it." <laughs> oh man, that's. Um, yeah, I wouldn't want to talk to my mom about it, but I, I can barely empathize because you probably know about this. We had a Zoom show like in the early days of the pandemic that my mom was watching that got, no. that got Zoom bombed with like, but it, it's genuinely a bummer if I go into the details. <laughs> Let's just say long story short, I had multiple phone calls with the FBI. Really? About, yeah, because it was like recorded. And so then now I have this recording in the like a proprietary zoom file it's not like a file you can just write only watch on video you have to like oh i guess i didn't try to open it i purposely didn't try to open it but like had to talk to the fbi about how to handle it and i was like i have evidence should i send it to they're like you can't send it to us because that would be illegal transmitting what's on here uh and in the end i ended up deleting it but after like they told me to like hold on to it so that they'd get it physically from me and then nobody came and i was like i'm not keeping this on my computer anymore and i just that deleted is, it. that sounds terrible that sounds like what zoom shows <laughs> yeah but my mom was on that show and, so, and, then my mom, <laughs> and then the funniest thing was my mom texted me like 10 minutes after this happened and like we i ended up like cl- shutting it down and then they did it again and then because i didn't we didn't know like how to use zoom that well yet how to like make sure it doesn't so after they did it again i just shut down the whole show and then 10 minutes later my mom texts me you got hacked question mark <laughs> like as if she's <laughs> unsure if that was Jesus. part of the show or not yeah like god that is so bad yeah. i only did two zoom shows and, and i was grateful for them but one was fun and one was just like I could, they one of the comics turned their kept their mic on, and I could just hear them talking to their family the whole time. <laughs> I was like, "Why is your family with you watching you Zoom?" You know, at you least know. have them log on from a different computer yeah, in the other room. Come on, man. Pretend you're not together. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So, what is what? Uh, in brief, what is your? How did you get into hosting? What was your journey? In, in brief, my wife and my brother and I got a place early on in the pandemic where rates were still really low and they were crazy and low. Prices had that was like, nuts. I remember that. Yeah. Well, they they were crazy low for a while. Like that was the tail end of them being crazy low. Uh, but they were crazy low for you know a decade plus. Some might say. Um, but uh, so you got the you got the low rates and then. And and prices hadn't skyrocketed yet either with the pandemic. They like started going up, but like given the future, they they were totally fine. 
And so we got this house and we like, did, you know, did tons of data and analytics and stuff on how we thought it would work. But we were also kind of like, this is less than our rent in Brooklyn and we're splitting it with my brother. And so like worst case scenario, we'll have a place for a few hundred dollars a month to go out of the city and visit if this completely fails. And it didn't completely fail. So we've been doing it since then. That's that's how a lot of people start. They have like a, it's it's like a flex property. It's, you know, vacation rental also, you know, fun place to go with their family kind of thing. And then it just gets more serious from there. Yeah, or they have less time to go there with their family, so you're renting it out more. Yeah. But no, we kind of just ended up scaling it as like, this is actually a viable business model. Yeah, I think there's like a, kind of an accidental quality to how a lot of people get into this. I started like renting out a room and then that was cool. And I was like, oh, I'll rent out the whole house. And then I had a couple early wins, like 2015, where I, I was telling you, I rented it out for uh, one of those big eclipse days. Right. I remember I rented an Airbnb uh, for that and drove to like Tennessee or something. Yeah. It was totally not worth it. I don't know why anybody would do that. <laughs> but someone paid me $500 for one day and then they didn't even stay there. And then they're like, hey, can we get that money back? And I was like, hell no, you can't get that money back. That's a, such an odd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess that back then it was newer too. Yeah. Um, maybe, I mean, even today, I'm sure people would still ask, but it's more obvious now how ridiculous of a question that is. Yeah, there's also better processes and insurance now for it to whatever. Right. But then right. I started, I, I, then I had my own place and then I bought another place and started doing it with that. And then I got into co-hosting, which is basically managing other people's places. And that's what I do now. I do a bunch, mostly in the South, but in other places as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're sort of opposites there. Cause I'm like, I, I do it. I manage a, a ton of it, but I'm trying to automate away as much of it as possible and like um, delegate as much as possible at this point as well. Well, cause I still have another job too. Yeah. And I don't, I'm just a derelict. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <Generate>. evil landlord. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think my, my craziest story is the time where I think I, I told you this on the other episode. I thought the, property was cleaned everything was ready and I, I had a booking the next day and i was just hanging out at my house and i was wearing like little booty shorts underwears and a t-shirt and then the doorbell rings and i answer the door and it's a couple and the booking is today <laughs> and it was the complete wrong day and here i am just dressed like a pool boy and i was like oh my bad <laughs> you guys shacking up with me tonight? <laughs> yeah, yeah what's up guys i'm a super host <laughs> and then like i think the girl kind of realized that it, you know it was obviously a mistake and the guy was furious and i would be too yeah. it's like if you see a guy in his underwear you know that guy been in his underwear in his own house but you don't know where he sat. Last. You don't want to. You don't want to think about him being. No, in his exactly. It's like yeah, like if you go into a hotel, you know someone's died on that bed, but like you don't know when. <laughs> right. They died on. Aware. Yeah. Exactly. And you don't know what they looked like. You know, you yeah. imagine someone super hot died on that bed. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah. If I die in that bed. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. So that was the worst one, and then they gave me a one-star review. And then uh, the funniest thing is they brought a whole-ass boat. They drug like a 20-foot-long, 30-foot-long boat. And hauled and, it onto your yeah, driveway? Onto my yard, and then they were so mad because they're like, this is, neighborhood is not nice. <laughs> and, I mean, you know, they were right. They were right to give me a bad review, but I got it taken down because they said a bunch of racist stuff. So Okay, that helps. You know, in every dark cloud, there's a silver <laughs> lining. <laughs> 
Use that as much as you can. That's the first review I ever got taken down was because they were just being. That's what started it all. And you're you're start... known as the king of the taking down bad reviews. That's right. That's right. Well, most reviews that are bad, you deserve. And I think if you get a bad review, you should just learn from it. But sometimes they're infuriating. Yeah. You know, so that's... Well, it's just uh, the thing that really gets frustrating is there's not a ton of rhyme or reason. Like yeah. people don't realize how you can have a bunch of problems come up. And again, I don't know what it's like for somebody who's like just a dirtbag host who's like just yeah. trying to get away with what they can get away with. You know, we generally try to provide a good experience. We are always on hand. We answer messages quickly, all that sure, kind sure, of sure. stuff. But you can have all of that. And somebody, like, you can just tell. Sometimes, like, before somebody even, like, from their first message, I can tell they're going to be a pain in the ass. Yes. And then other times, you can have a ton of shit go wrong, and someone's a sweetheart, and they appreciate you addressing it. They appreciate you, like, trying the best that you can to make sure that, like, a bad situation becomes better. And they're totally cool about it, and they leave you five stars despite a ton of issues. Yes. And, 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 And the other thing, too, is, like, there's a lot of weird rules people don't know. For example, you can lie on a review. You can openly lie. You can be like, it, we were in the house and a pterodactyl flew in right. and, and destroyed is like, we are not in the business of yeah, arbitrating exactly. we what don't truth arbitrate is. the truth. <laughs> it's like, okay, how about science? Do you arbitrate science? <laughs> and, and so that's it. So that's like a frustration point for most hosts is they think that you can just get away with something because, or you can get something taken down because it's not true. And it's like, no, not at all. But, but it's it also, goes the other way too. Yeah, exactly. It's also such a blessing. Like we recently had this and you told me this could be a nightmare. We had a squirrel get into our wall and you were there. You heard it. You, That's it, right. Yeah. And personally, if I was sleeping in that room, which I was, <laughs> and that squirrel woke me up at four in the morning, which it did. God. <laughs> if it was now my house. I'd be fucking furious. I'd be so mad. I would be so pissed off and not logically because I know nobody put a squirrel in the wall on purpose. I know nobody wants to, but like, you know, I don't know whether this is a new problem. Have you had a squirrel in your wall for months and ignored it because you don't care? Yeah, you know? exactly. They assume the worst. Some people. Some people yeah. do. Some people don't. Well, luckily for me, I had two guests that heard the squirrel. Um, Basically, like... It took a few weeks. I've got somebody sealing the hole now, but I had a trap. You can't just seal it right away. You have to put a one-way trap. They have to make sure the squirrel is out of the wall. Yeah, because if you trap the squirrel in your house, that's terrible too. Yeah. That's, it's like the same with rats. You don't want Right. It's yeah. going to stink and blah, blah, blah. And so, I mean, I'm no expert on, on squirrels, but, uh, you know, based on what the guy told me, um, guy and, and woman, it's a, it's a, I think, husband and wife squirrel trapping team. Very nice folks. Um, but anyway, I, I had the first guest that had heard it before I knew about it and um, they were totally nice about it and again you were the one that I think told me that like you know if they if there's any evidence of like any and actually I knew this because uh, my brother had this issue at another house where somebody like it was like summer in the Poconos. You know, there's always going to be something, but they got like video of like two bugs or something. Sure. No, that's that's checkmate. They can screw you on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The funny thing is it ended up like backfiring where they like didn't actually want to cancel and Airbnb approved the cancellation. And then they <laughs> asked my brother directly to rebook it because oh, they like didn't actually want to yeah. It was a whole mess. Um. So, but anyway, uh, they could have screwed me. But they were totally nice and were just like, just so you know, it was not a big deal for us. But like, you probably want to look into that because that thing's maybe eating through your wiring or whatever. And so 
you know, the same day, I obviously called people to look into it, but then it takes some time. They have to figure it out in their schedule, blah, blah. So anyway, the next guest that was coming, I sent a warning. It was basically like, hey, let me knock some cash off your trip. I apologize. Just so you know, like it's not inside the house, but you might hear it, blah, blah, blah. I don't think they even heard it. For some reason, it must have gone away, even though in between, I stayed there with you and it woke me up at four in the morning. And like I said, if I was staying at someone else's Airbnb, I'd be fucking pissed. And I would definitely think that I was justified to some sort of discount. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. It's, that's, just, that's just how it is. It's not, you know, the responsibility of the responsible party. Well, that's the thing a lot of hosts don't understand is, is people do it in extremes. They either give away the farm for every little problem or right. they're, they're, you know, something really bad will happen and they don't think that they should do anything about it. And that's honestly, if you get a bad review like that, you deserve it. I don't feel any right sympathy. For there's, you. there's some mentality where like the buck stops here and it's like it's not your fault necessarily. You didn't necessarily do anything wrong. Although, you know what? Like that house could probably use new siding eventually and like that's potentially why the squirrel got through because there's some pieces where maybe the wood was rotting or something like that yeah but you can't that's too many variables right you you can't i'm not saying i'm not saying it's unreasonable um and, and that it's you know totally you're not necessarily being like negligent i'm talking about myself here so obviously i don't think i'm being negligent mm. and like shit happens but the buck has to stop with me not with the airbnb guests you know they're paying to rent a house exactly and so i'm the one that's ultimately responsible for the condition of that house and that condition involves not having squirrels in the wall yeah and so anyway i had two more guests there before i could get them to actually put the trap in they were able to like look at it and they sealed one of the other holes but not the one where he actually got in because they needed to make sure they could put the trap Anyway, I had two other guests, and one of them I don't think heard anything because they didn't say anything. And then the other one uh, messaged me and was just like, you know, just so you know, it didn't bother me. And I'm like, bless your heart. You know, you yeah. you don't know. You could be like extracting money out of me right now, and you're not, and that's cool. Yeah. Bless up. Bless up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we have some, uh, we asked people to give us their craziest Airbnb stories as guests, and maybe some as hosts. And so do you want to get into some of those? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. All right. Let me pull this up. This one is from Emily Davis. Shout out to Emily Davis. She says, I had an Airbnb with some friends just outside of Denver. The guy stayed in the basement and rented the rest of the house already. <laughs> now, did they know this beforehand? It doesn't say. Okay. Uh, he was old and strange. That's hurtful. I I don't. Yeah, it's not. That's yeah, not. That's irrelevant. Ageist, really. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Well, we strangers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we were up drinking and got into the hot tub. The hot tub was like a five-minute walk through the woods. We heard all again. I mentioned this strange. How is this hot tub powered? Is there an yeah. extension cord? You, you got to have a two two forty volt line and a uh, fifty yeah. amp sub panel in the middle of the woods. Dude, I know. We heard noises coming from the woods, and this sounds like a ghost story. <laughs> She's okay. You saying her full name, by the way? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> because now I'm spitting back. Now I demand an explanation, Emily. Emily yeah. Davis? Yeah, Emily Davis. Emily yeah. Davis. We're going to demand an explanation yeah. here. We're going to bring you in to testify like they did to Boris with the <laughs> Super Show. Uh, um, uh, so we heard noises coming from the woods, and he suddenly appeared in a Speedo in the dead of winter and hopped in. Well. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's weird. 
It's undeniable. It's yeah, undeniably. No, that's, a, that's a weird. That's weird. If you're renting out your hot tub, you're renting out your hot tub. You know what I mean? That's someone else's hot tub right now. You don't get to just use that hot tub. Yeah, you can't. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> Especially in the speedo, like that's that just reads. You know, even just showing up unannounced is really threatening. But based on how she told the story, I'm going to guess that if he had been young and hot, yes, <laughs> we might not be hearing about this at all. Yeah, if he was less strange. They might have had a five-star review because a yeah. uh, young hot guy who owns a house that we stayed at yes. fucked us in a hot tub. Yeah, this story is only- Which you shouldn't do either, really. Yeah, don't not, do that. I'm curious- about the logistics of this hot tub and how it's in the middle of the woods. That's really important. If it's like a wood-fueled <laughs> hot tub, yeah. that's expensive to run a 50-amp sub-panel in the middle of the woods with like a conduit going that far and stuff. That's a lot of expensive wiring. I don't know why somebody would do it. Maybe she's a slow walker, though. You didn't... We don't Maybe. know if it would take us five minutes. Well, what else does she exaggerate? There's... <laughs> <laughs> Old man, <laughs> this guy was thirty-five. Gross. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, one way or another, a host should. I mean, there's already a, a weird thing where he's home and renting out a part of his home, but that's you know people do that. That's actually supposedly what Airbnb actually is supposed to be for. Prior the to the weirdest being stories like, come from that proximity, that though. gray area. That's really. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so, you know, uh, totally reasonable for you to not want your host to be in a hot tub with you. Yeah. I'm, I will edit my three star to a one star. I would give him one stars to the Speedo guy. Yeah. But if he was hot, I'd give him three stars. That's a, yeah. That's... If he wasn't old and weird. Yeah. If he, if he was hot and non-neurodivergent. <laughs> <laughs> if this was in Italy, it's five stars because I bet he'd be smoking hot and it's less weird that he's using the Speedo. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's hot in Italy, but they're also uh, harassing women left and right. That's true, but they don't have hot tubs as no, much, it's right? It's too warm. They're on the ocean. That's true, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, what do we okay, got? Next one. Uh, this is from KC Rennie. Um, By the way, Emily, if you if you listen to this, do get back to us with the answers to some of these questions. Yeah. I want to know we'll how this hot tub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In a hot tub. <laughs> this is from KC Rennie. Shout out to KC. He's a nice dude. Um Guys trip. <laughs> Strong start. Uh, yeah. Guys trip. Clemson versus Georgia. Let me paint a picture. For yeah. you. <laughs> He's saying this on a motorcycle. Uh, <laughs> Clemson versus Georgia at an uptown Charlotte apartment Airbnb. Is that a sports game? Yeah, yeah. Cl- uh, fo- college football. College football, I'm guessing. Got it. Yeah. Uh, night one, a large stranger walks in at 4 a.m., takes a three-minute piss on the dining room floor, and then leaves as my friend, sleeping on the couch, watches in horror and disbelief. Wow. <laughs> okay. That is so many ways of upsetting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know yet if that's... First of all, did he unlock the door? Was the door unlocked? You know how quick I am to victim blame here? <laughs> 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 Boris <laughs> pretending to be a cop at the turn of the century. <laughs> well, look, it, it's, how did this guy get into the house? Is this actually the host or someone related to the host? Is it just a stranger, like a third party that's unrelated? If so, you know, is a host responsible for leaving your door unlocked or open? I don't know. And somebody walking in. But, 
Yeah, or is it one of those stories that people tell where they are the person that they're talking about? Right. <laughs> or yeah, did your friend piss on the table and blame a large unknown stranger? Yeah, yeah. Why does this read like a horoscope? <laughs> a large stranger will come into your life. <laughs> you know, Scorpios. <laughs> uh, so he he this guy takes a three minute piss on. I, I mean, I don't think I could be. I don't know what I would do if I woke up at four in the morning and heard someone peeing. And it just went on and on. That's upsetting already. But then it's like right near you, I imagine. Right, right. It's it, it's like unsafe but confusing. Yeah, I mean, and that's a lot of pee. So he says, all right, so he says. But it is a boy's trip. You know, you got a room full of men in the house. Yeah. You can't handle one large stranger pissing. Yeah. He's in a vulnerable state if he's pissing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best time to attack a guy. Right. And, um, and anyways, if you don't mind being covered in piss, <laughs> other than that, it's the best time to attack. Yeah, exactly. You want to attack from the back. Uh, uh, so he says, we're talking about an 800 square foot of urine coverage on hardwoods. That is, um, I have literally There's never. There's a series of exaggerations yeah. happening here, right? That, 800 square feet is, I, I don't know if I have a room that's 800 square feet. I just, I have never measured um, a square footage of piss. That's 40 by 20. What is this, that's Germany? 40 <laughs> feet by 20 feet. Like, you'd have to like meticulously, like you're trying to wax the floor, like really go yeah. through for coverage. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I think we got to really tell people when you suggest stories, you're trying to not, not to be funny you know yeah like we need real stories leave it to the hat on a hat is not gonna work here yeah (laughs) so this guy pisses on 800 square feet of urine covers on the on the hardwood floors this is the largest man you've ever seen (laughs) with a bladder the size of the chinese balloon that they just (laughs) shot down this was the rock um all guests were in disbelief and had many questions for the lone witness. As are hosts of this yeah, podcast. <laughs> I know. For the lone witness to the PP perpetrator. See, people being Right, the lone witness. Yeah. Okay, it's yeah. It's like JFK assassination. Anyways. He's trying to make a story here, yeah. Yeah, the host wasn't buying the story either. But the ring camera. <laughs> but, all right, all right. Here's here's a twist though. This is where. It gets. Why, why does he say either? Like he already knows we're not buying the story. Yeah. <laughs> but get this: the ring camera confirmed my buddy was telling the truth. Confirmed what exactly though? There was a ring camera inside. Um, it confirmed that a man went inside. Yes. Was the floor covered in piss in the morning? Well, that can't be. It would have dried by then, right? But yeah, but there'd be dried piss. I know, but it's on hard wood. How could you tell unless you, it was like crystallized? I mean, <laughs> so I gross. think you could tell. The whole thing would stink. It'd probably have like a stickiness or something to it. He says, we think the electronic door didn't click shut, but still so many questions remain unanswered. Right. And um, That's it? That's the story. Okay, I mean, we're going to have to have like phone calls or something because people can't just have a lack of accountability here. Send us the yeah. shit and then and then there's no pushback, you know? All right, but if you had to rate that, if that's if that's real. If that's all true, yeah. And I'm rating the host? Mhm. I can't I don't think that's fair to rate the host on that. I would rate the stranger a 1 out of 5 for pissing in someone's home. I <laughs> uh, as far as the he said the electronic lock didn't work, is that what he said? Yeah, something maybe didn't click shut. I, you know what? I'm going to give this host a one star because that just sounds too... That sounds like the, some bullshit. That sounds like a door that he'd been meaning to fix. 
and get around to it. And then there's like a PP guy. I, I'm sure if someone. And then there's a PP guy. Yeah. You're burying the, you're yada, yada, yaying over the PP guy. Yeah. That's the real problem. Yeah. Well, this is a, there's a multitude of problems in this. Also, like, I feel like if I traveled with a group of friends and they saw a guy enter our property and pee and he didn't do anything to fight him, I would not be his friend. I feel like you're a shitty friend. Yeah. It's just one guy. And he just, I mean, he was probably half asleep at the time or Sound something. Sound the alarm, dude. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, wake everybody up. Come on. Be like, hey. <laughs> There's a guy pissing. <laughs> Do y'all hear that sound? Maybe he just thought it was like his rain noises. <laughs> right. I mean, when you're half asleep, you might think it's, that's the thing is like, did he piss all over the floor? Did he... Like I don't know, use the sink. I mean, there's no, there's nothing that makes sense. There's no option here that makes sense. So it's, it's really hard to judge because it feels like I'm getting like a third of a story. You yeah. know, it's a cocktail dinner story. Yeah. Okay. Stop trying to be cutesy. Okay. Yeah. Give us Casey. Your... Casey. Casey. Yeah. Casey. Thank you for the story, though, Casey. But no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Let's see. Once again, this is someone trying to be cutesy, but we'll take it. Uh, this is from Ashley M- and she even gave it a cutesy headline. I hate that. Fucking Ashley. <laughs> but we appreciate the story, Ashley, Casey, and Emily. Anyway, she says we got, I'm not even going to read the headlines. I'm mad about it. Uh, but she says we got a leak complaint from guests in a downstairs room. She's a host. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, switching it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, just good context. I just realized that, yeah. Uh, upon inspection, there was a literal brown river pouring from their bathroom vent. I sprinted upstairs to the room above them to find that the Australian guest above them had clogged his toilet and repeatedly flushed it to remedy the situation even after it overflowed. And just let it overflow on the floor, I'm guessing. I guess, yeah. His excuse was he couldn't be expected to understand how American toilets worked. We spent an extra three hours cleaning the downstairs bathroom ceiling and vent. Poop water was everywhere. Christ. Crikey. <laughs> Crikey. Uh, are the toilets in Australia some kind of entirely different technology? <laughs> yeah. They spin in the other direction. Yeah, they spin the other <laughs> and the, the shit goes through their living rooms. That's how yeah. they do it. You can't. In America, they don't do that. Yeah. You don't want to be covered in shit. Yeah. What kind of weird country is this? Their toilet, just the handle is just a boomerang. <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> the shit goes down, but then it swings back <laughs> up. Uh so, yeah, no, I mean, this guy sucks, obviously. Uh, I, It's reasonable if you don't know what you're doing. Like, there's tons of little things where I'm always like, do you want someone to come by? Yes. Because you're all, um, I'm all, I'm never surprised at this point. And because I live in Brooklyn and I have friends who like, you know, think housing should all be free, but don't know how their toilet works <laughs> and or like the most basic aspects of, of anything. We should all own one of these, but also I have no idea how any of it works. And if anything breaks, I'm going to call someone on Fiverr who's also going to break it. Yeah, the power <laughs> goes they out don't know all, either. all starved to death in 24 hours. Right. Um, so... I'm always like, you know, it sounds like a a breaker needs to be flipped. I can give you access to flip the breaker or I can have someone from maintenance come by and flip the breaker. Let me know what you prefer. What are, what are you going to give this guest, though? I, I mean, it's funny that there's no in between because this guy sounds like I'm going to give him like, let's say. 
two. The only I'm not going to give a one. I'm going to give a two. Just because I can see someone being overwhelmed, maybe. And there's a guy from Australia. Australians are, like, from what I've seen, like, kind of, like, burly, you know. An Australian mm. should be able to, like backhand me and i go into a coma is yeah. what, how i imagine it no rules yeah i uh, you know prison folk <laughs> i guess it depends which city in australia but like it's it's kind of surprising he doesn't know how a toilet works. maybe he's like anxious and overwhelmed but like yeah. you don't have to know how a toilet works not to like stop making it worse yeah and ask for help rather than do nothing you know, you might want to bring it up. And again, somebody who really doesn't think about this stuff and has little experience in it maybe doesn't realize that when there's a leak happening on their floor, it's going to eventually find the path of less, least resistance and pour onto someone underneath. You yeah. know, like I could see someone younger, maybe not just not processing it that far because they're too busy being anxious about the fact that their toilet's clogged. So that that's but that doesn't excuse it. I'm going to give this guy one star because he just sounds like a dickhead. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a real uh, didgeridoo. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Outback Steak. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know you can still be racist against Australians? There's <laughs> not a lot that's okay, but Australians, you can go for it. You're Come, to Outback Steak, <laughs> come to Outback Steakhouse and make cartoonish mockery of yeah. their culture. The only people's culture you can appropriate is theirs. Yeah. yeah. The only place where you get your medium well steak. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, this is pretty good. Yes. Um, I think we'll definitely want to instruct people. If you can call in, uh, maybe we can take live calls. Like, we'll, we'll figure that out. Some, that could be maybe fun. Maybe we'll some voicemails or something. Yeah. yeah but, well, I want to be able to push back. I really do. Oh, okay. You know, so if you're interested in having a live conversation with us during the next recording, and if not, this is okay, too. You can send messages. Just don't try to fucking be funny. Yeah. Don't try to exaggerate. Say Just it like facts. it is. Just the facts. People have trouble. It's really, people have a lot of trouble because they want to, even when they're already right in the situation, they want to really lean in and milk it for what it is mm -hmm. and let me tell you it makes for an interesting more and more interesting story and you become a more empathetic subject when you can just try to be as honest as possible in how it went down you could still be right but have things that you contributed to make the situation worse and stuff like that and yes. it'll we see it you know you i we we been doing this we can tell when you contributed to the situation we can tell when you're judging the guy for being old because he's in the hot tub with you <laughs> what if it was the same guy in all three stories Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> old australian well then he should have known how toilets work well, that's that, why by he that used age. that table <laughs> he's pissed in the floor because he doesn't know he really doesn't know yeah um, okay, well, this has been Airbnb drama. We'll try to get a butt plug with handcuffs hanging off of this thing next time. But yep. it's a pretty good start visually. We're already looking better. Hell yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. My name's Boris Hyken. My name's Joseph Coker. You can follow us on Airbnb drama on Instagram and, and TikTok. And TikTok. And TikTok.